Today's daf is Babakama daf Kuf Tezvav. We left off in daf Kuf Yudalim Beis. We're at the two dots that are right before the Mishnah. So five lines before the Mishnah, uh, the two dots. Uh, so we had said that if your uh, beehive, your bees go into somebody else's field, so you may be allowed to go into the field to try to retrieve them, but if they landed on a branch, you're not allowed to cut off a branch from your neighbor's tree in order to retrieve your beehive. Even if you want to pay back later, it's not good enough. You're not allowed to go do damage in his field. So Tanya, Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshul, Rabbi Yochum says that we have a Tanai Beisdin that covers this case. The, the Gemara is going to mention three Three tonight based in number one. Tonight based in who she a yori the talks they soda shall have a row the coat says so who shall have a la hatzils nichilo. Although it's true, may ikra din you should not be allowed to go in and cut off the branch where your bees are in your neighbor's field. There's a tonight based in that allows you to do so. The note of the mesocho mitok nichilo shall have a row and the money for the branch will be taken will be from the uh. From the value of the of the bees, that uh, the, obviously the bees are worth more than the branch. Otherwise, the guy wouldn't be interested in in uh, incurring the expense of cutting down the branch just to save his bees. And you'll get paid back from the value of the bees. You get paid back for the branch. That's tonight basin number one. Tonight basin number two. Tonight basin who she shofech yeno and everyone agrees that if I'm walking in the Rosh Hashanah with my barrel of wine and I see someone else's barrel of honey has broken and the honey is spilling all over the place and the honey is worth a lot more than the wine that I should spill out my wine and save the honey in my barrel and then I'll be able to keep the amount of honey that equals the value of my wine because I'm going to get reimbursed for my wine that's a tonight basin that I'm I'm supposed to do that, and then I'll get reimbursed for uh, for the wine. And tonight, basin number three. And there's also tonight, basin that if I'm carrying uh, eitzim and someone else is carrying pishtan, uh, someone else's donkey is carrying pishtan, and the donkey that's carrying pishtan dies, and therefore it's unable to carry the pishtan or breaks its legs or whatever, so I'm, I should um, take off my my eitzim. From my donkey and uh, load up my donkey with the other guy's pishtan because pishtan is worth more than etzimar, and uh, I'll get paid back for my etzim mitoch pishtan shal chavero from the pishtan that I that I rescued for on behalf of my friend. These are tonight based means this this is a condition that Yeshua gave Kali Swalaret Sol with the uh, the condition that will behave in this manner. Okay, uh, now new Mishnah. Let's say you're at someone's house for lunch or something and you've been missing uh, certain things for a while and then you look around and you see, oh, look, that's, that's my stuff. That's my, uh, those are my dishes. Those are my svarim. Those are my... Right? So you realize that there are kalim and svarim that, uh, that belong to you that are in someone else's house. And everyone knows that you were robbed, meaning it was uh, Yadua, it was in uh, the Nassau Herald that there was a robbery or whatever, right? Everyone knows that you were robbed. So you shovel the lokeach kamenasan v'yital. So the lokeach, the one whose house these kelim are in, has to uh, take a shavua how much he paid for these items, 
and then he's uh, and 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 then he's a, he's allowed to then he's he he takes them. Meaning, uh, he's allowed to take the money from the guy who's the original owner that he paid for it before he gives back the kalim. He can say, "Good, I know these are your kalim. I mean, these might be your kalim. That's fine, but I paid good money for these kalim." Meaning, the lekeach we don't the guy whose house you find them in we don't assume is the ganav. You're at your friend's house. You see, you don't assume he's a ganav. No, we assume that someone stole them from you, and someone sold them on the black market. Someone went and and uh, and sold them. So you bought stolen. So so this guy bought stolen goods. He didn't know they were stolen goods. He had no way of knowing that they were stolen goods. So he swears exactly what he paid for them, and he gets reimbursed what he paid for them before he gives it back to you. Vim lav lav kolimenu, and if and and otherwise he has no uh, he has no taina. Shaniyomer machron liachar v'lachon zehimenu, because we have the right to assume that the Ganav sold them to somebody else and this guy bought them from that somebody else. This is important to us over here. Tos says this idea of Makir Kelev Usar Biyavacher Lefnei Yehush It has to be that we're talking about before Yehush Kedipirusha Klintras like Rashi explains because Dila Achar Yehush Dika Yehush Vishinu Rishos because think about it, if it was after Yehush, so there was a Yehush, followed by a Shinoi Rishos, in that case, you have no, you're under no obligation to return the, the items at all. You're, you're absolutely kind to them. So the whole idea that you would have to return them, uh, and that, and I mean, it's just that if you take a Shavuot, you can get reimbursed for returning them, but the idea that you have to return them only makes sense if there was Yehush. It says Tosos Venira the Bisvarim having Liolam of Nayesh, meaning perhaps it's not by accident that the example was given of Svarim, because Svarim are always Lufnei Yehush. So if we want to come up with examples of cases that are Lufnei Yehush, Svarim make a lot of sense. Shein Regilus Lis Yayesh Me Svarim, because people in general are not Miyayesh from Svarim. V'lomi Bayim Megnav Mavdi Chavim Delo Miyayesh Afilu Mikelim, Kivin De Daini Begiyusa Kedam El, not only are you not Miyayesh, uh, when 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 non-Jews steal kalim from you, because as we learned before, they're much tougher in their courts, and they'll do whatever it takes to get it back for you. Ella afilu beganav Yisrael, even when it's a Jewish ganav, where you're gonna have to go to a beisdin, ein regilus lisyaish misvarim. It's not normal to be miyaish from svarim. Why? Why is it not normal to be miyaish? To Sof Yavol Yad Yisrael, dein ganav machnas on rakli Yisrael, Sof Chazon Lebaylim. There's a very limited market for svarim. Who's going to buy it? Only Jews are going to buy the svarim. The only people that have any use for it are Jews. So you know that it's going to stay within a very uh, small community. So therefore, you always have hope that you're going to be able to retrieve it. So that's the the idea that svarim are different. So yesh ladon the sharmetzian balacha points say yesh ladon when there are uh, svarim collectors, there are people who collect old Svarim and people who aren't even Jewish that are just interested in this stuff, that collect uh, ancient Judaica or whatever, so maybe uh, there's room to argue that it's, that, that, that it's not, um, that maybe you would be Miyash, although Lechora, one could argue the opposite, that to the contrary, the, the, the market's even more limited. I mean, you have to be a collector to be interested in a lot of this, a lot of this old stuff, otherwise you have no interest in, uh, in investing at all. So the community of collectors is an even smaller community, perhaps, than the community of Jews who read Svarim. So when you, that's certainly when you're dealing with old Svarim. When you're dealing with new Svarim, then it's Dover Pashat that, uh, that what Tosa says, the Chorah should apply. 
Fred tells us a little further though. Vim Tomar below Takani Yitol Mashenasan the Matzi Amr la Hatzinus Kavanti Lahashav Aveda. Shouldn't he be able to 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 uh, get back what he paid no matter what? Because even without any special Takana, meaning we're going to see that this is a Takana Sashuk, that it was a special Takana we made for the guy. That if I buy something innocently, I shouldn't have to lose out. I shouldn't have things taken away from me when I innocently bought something. So, but why do we even need a Takana? Shouldn't he be able to say, Yeah, I tried to save this for you and to do Hashav Aveda, and therefore I deserve to get paid back. So the you know, we'll, we'll get to this in the Gemara. We need to see the Gemara to understand this. Says the Gemara, Why does it matter that everyone knew that this guy was robbed? Why don't we assume, why aren't we choshesh, that maybe the original owner really sold all this stuff, and he's the one that spread the rumors that he was robbed. But really he sold it. He just wanted to spread a rumor that he was robbed, hoping that he can uh, that he can collect it again. Now you know how word got out that things were stolen? There were people sleeping in his house, and they heard him wake up in the middle of the night shrieking, Oh my gosh, my stuff was stolen! And he's screaming, and he's screaming that someone just stole his stuff. So in that case, it's, it's unlikely that he just went around telling people that, that he made up the story. In the middle of the night, he's going to have such a plan that he's going to start screaming in the middle of the night things were stolen from him. So says Amara, yeah, if he wants it to be believable, that's what he'll do. He's not going to just walk around the next day, oh, ho-hum, by the way, things were stolen from me. If he wants people to believe him that things were stolen from him, he wants to make up a good lie, he'll wait till people are in his house in the middle of the night, people who are sleeping over, and he'll start screaming in the middle of the night. That would be a great way to pretend that things were stolen from him. Now the case is that there was a tunnel tunneled into his house, and people who had slept in his house were seen leaving the house, and they have knapsacks full of their bags, full of kalim, on their shoulders. And everyone was there saying, oh my gosh, look, all this guy's kalim were stolen. Meaning you see people with uh, with ski masks on, leaving with, uh, with with bags full of kalim in the middle of the night. So it's it's not a made up story. I Yeah, but maybe they stole kalim, but not all the things that he said they stole. Maybe not svarim, right? We said you find the kalim and the svarim, and you claim they were all stolen from him. Who knows that they were all stolen? Maybe some of them were, some weren't. Now everyone was saying at the time that uh, look, this guy's svarim were also stolen. Okay, maybe they stole a smaller uh, farm and he's being tiny, he's tinying larger ones, meaning, or he's tinying more than was actually stolen. So plony plony. Now they identify which farm. They're like, oh my gosh, look, his sauce was taken, and is this? Was... So they identify exactly what was taken. But maybe. The Svarim that were taken, even if you identify the name of the Sefer, maybe they were old Svarim, which were assumed to be worth less in those times, right? Nowadays, old Svarim are worth more. But maybe they were old Svarim, well, depending on the old Sefer. But maybe they were, uh, they were old Svarim, which were, uh, which, which were worth less, the Katan Chaditi. And this guy's saying, oh, it was a brand new Tanakh, I had just bought a brand new, right? So, uh, so he's tining more than, uh, than was actually stolen, for all we know. No, people are saying, look at these farm. These are the exact farm that, that this guy used to have. Meaning we know exactly.
exactly the age of the Svarim, and we see that the person who has the Svarim now has Svarim of that exact age. So, meaning, is Rav going to say that someone who uh, steals Svarim in the middle of the night is uh, is 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 to pay money for them? Potter, that if someone goes and tunnels into your house in the middle of the night and he steals stuff from you, so and and he he's going to be potter from paying back. Why? My time because after all he's chayv misa. Meaning we have two halachas. We have a halacha called a, a, a rodef, and we have a, a halacha called kam The two halachas intersect. There's a chiddush that we apply the two halachas to each other. Means that if Beisdin is Mechaev, you two, if, if you're Chaev, two punishments in Beisdin, a more severe one and a less severe one, and uh, Beisdin is going to punish you with the more severe one, so then you're Pater from the less severe one. The idea of Rodef is that if you happen to be chasing after someone else to kill him, people are allowed to kill you. So uh, you're, 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 you're your own blood, Lamisa. People are allowed to go and kill you. So we connect those two halachas, that we assume that if you do monetary damage, you incur a lesser punishment while going ahead and doing something that is matir your own blood, while being rodei fachar chavero, or being bamim achteres, in the middle of the night, where we assume you're ready to kill anyone who stands up to defend themselves in the house. We assume you're ready to kill them. So the halach is, we apply kam lebidramine. We say you're going to be putter from paying back the money because you were uh, you, you were chayv misa anyway. So bedami kaninu, you were konu with your own blood. So how can we say over here that you chayv anything, you chayv to pay any of the money back? When does Baba Machteres When do we say that a Baba Machteres is Kona the items because Bedami Kanenu because he was Chayv Misa? That's only assuming that he was going to be Moser Nafshel That's only assuming that he was ready for a fatal fight with somebody. Meaning, if someone would have stood up for him to him, he would have been ready to go kill the person who would stand up to him. Avulhani, but in our case, given the Moser Nafshel Lo. In our case, these Ganavim, these middle of the night Ganavim, weren't interested in the fight to the death. They weren't interested in killing anybody. They weren't interested in getting killed. How do we know? It was the middle of the night. There was a tunnel. These were people leaving with bags on their shoulders full of stuff. Who says they weren't interested in killing? So if you notice, when the Gemara set up the case before, it said that there was a Machteris Chatur Betok Beso, people who had slept in his house that night were leaving, meaning his house guests were leaving, were stealing in the middle of the night. When someone breaks into your house to steal things from you, then we assume that he's ready to, uh, to fight for what he's going to steal, and he's ready to kill you if you stand up for yourself. But when no one broke into your house, someone who you allowed into your house, and you had sleeping over in your house, uh, gets up in the middle of the night and sneaks out stealing things, we do not make that same assumption. We do not make the assumption that he's willing to confront you uh, to the death. Now, why don't we make the assumption? So, it could be that uh, that the person who breaks into your house has no idea where you are at that time. For all he knows, you're wide awake in the kitchen and you're going to catch him as soon as he walks in. But the person who's sleeping at your house will obviously wait for a time where all is quiet. He's going to think that you're sleeping. So he's going to plan in a way that he doesn't plan on uh, on, on confronting you. Or else, when could could very well be that when you break into somebody's house and the balabais confronts you, you can't say, "Oh, I was just uh, you know walking around and you know there's no there's no no excuses." Obviously, the only the only way you're going to get out of that situation is through violence. But when uh, when you're sleeping at someone's house and he finds you in a room where 
you shouldn't be or whatever. So you can say, oh, I was just walking around, I was just checking things out, I was just I was playing with your uh, with your stuff, just messing around. You know, that you could come up with some excuse that won't have to lead to actually uh, getting killed or killing anybody else. Okay. Says Gemara, Amarava, Loshanuela Balabais Asilim Korkelov. This whole discussion is only in regards to a Balabais who generally sells stuff. But a guy who, who doesn't sell his, his things normally, we don't have to have all this evidence that people are going to say it was this, that they have to identify exactly which books it was and that they have to be able to say that it was the same age books. You don't need to be able to do that if it's a guy who never sells his stuff. If he never sells his stuff and we see that the, his books were taken uh, and, he, and, he, and he says that they are in someone else's house, so then he's able to retrieve his books for the price that the locale paid for it. So just because he never doesn't normally sell his things, how do you know he didn't sell his things this time? Maybe he needed the money, so he sold his items. Now you're not going to say that when the whole city is saying how he was robbed, meaning uh, it's unlikely that he just needed the money and he sold his stuff if, if everyone else is saying that he was robbed. Okay, period. Itmar. So now, what happens in the following case? The Ganav steals something, and as most Ganav do probably, he doesn't want to keep it, wants to sell it, he's interested in the money, and then we find the Ganav. So now, who do you go to? Who do you, who do you get your money back from? So Rav Mishrei Rebuchia Amar Hadinim Arishon. So Rav says, Nim Rebuchia, the din is with the first guy. What does it mean, Hadinim Arishon? So Rashi says, Dino Shel Balhabayis. When the Balabais, the original owner, wants his stuff back, Utviyaso al Haganavhi, his whole taina is only on the Ganav. Ve'ena lokeach paldino. He can't go to the lokeach who innocently bought this from the Ganav and start having tainas on him. Vimbalik vosay menu yitin damim. If you want to take it from the lokeach, you're going to have to pay for it. Vi'afgal shukar ganav lo amin yachsol lokeach hakelim b'chinam v'yifrom el ganav. Even though we know who the Ganav is, I can't say, look, give me my stuff back. If you want your money back, go to the guy you bought it from and get your money back. I can't say that. I don't have any time on the Lokech. If I want to go to the Lokech and get my stuff back directly from the Lokech, I need to pay him for it. If I, but but what I can do is I can go to the Ganav and I can sue the Ganav and the Ganav, if he has money, will have to pay me. So it's Adina Marishon. My whole dealing is with the Ganav. Rabbi Yochum is Rabbi Ani Amar Adina Mashenir. Rabbi Yochum says in the name of Rabbi Ani, no, the Din is with the Lokech. I can take the Kalim back from the Lokech for free. I don't have to pay the Lokech for my Kalim. He has my stolen property, so I can take it back from him and let him deal with the Ganav. It's not going to be my problem to deal with the Ganav. So the Gemara is going to have four explanations of exactly what this machlokas is about, whether it's a dinam arishon or dinam asheni. Number one, Amrav Yosef, lo pligi, they're not even arguing. Kan lefnei yeyush ha-dinam asheni, kan l'achri yeyush ha-dinam arishon. If the lokeach uh, bought it from the Ganav before I was ever miyayish from it, so then my din is with the lokeach, because there was, he was never konit. He's only konit if there's yeyush and shini rishos. There's shini rishos over here, but there's no yeyush. So I can go to the lokeach himself and take back my money. But if it's la'achra yeyush, if after the yeyush occurred, he was lokeachit, so then it's totally his. I can't uh, have any tainas on him. Who can I have tainas on? The Ganav. So then I go back to the Ganav. Vitzravayu islut Rav Chista, and they both happen to hold of Rav Chista. What was Rav Chista? So uh, if you look at Rashi, he reminds us, 
Right, if, uh, if if something was stolen and there was no yesh, and then someone else came along and uh, consumed it, says you can collect from wherever you want. Our case also, even though he paid the ganav, but in, in as far as I'm concerned, the original owner is concerned. This guy's a gazlan. The lekech is a gazlan. It's only when we don't know who the ganav was. Meaning, this is not the case of our mishnah. The case of our mishnah was we didn't know who the ganav was. When we don't know who the ganav is, so then we make a takaros hashuk little mashenosan that he's able to get reimbursed for what he purchased. Aval but when he, we know exactly who the Ganav was, so it's not the original Baal Abayis' problem to go after him, let the Lokeach go after him. It's his business to go after him. Amle Abayis, Abayis says, really, Velo Pligi, they're not arguing. Hamatnos Kuhuna Kalefne Yehushtami Upligi, but don't we find by the Matnos Kuhuna, which are always considered to be before Yehush, because the Kohen is never Miyayesh from his Matnus Kuna, and nevertheless we find that there is a Machlokas, meaning we find that Rav is still going to say, even though it's Lefnei Yehush, that it's Hadin Marishon, that you can go to the original uh, original owner, the, the, I'm sorry, that you can go to the Ganav to get your money back, and not to the Lokeach. Where do we see that? We have a Mishnah. If a, if a guy says I want uh, that I'm selling you the, uh, the, the, the Kishkas of this animal, Vayibed Matnos Matanos, and amongst that were the matnos kuna. You didn't realize you said you were going to sell the insides of the animal, but included in that were the matnos kuna. So So you just give the matnos kuna to the kohen, and you can't say you can't go back to the guy who sold it to you and say, "Hey, I paid for all this stuff, but uh, I had to give some of it away, so I want to be reimbursed." No, you understand that that part. There are certain parts of the animals that 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 always are going to go to the kohen, and that's it. You didn't pay for that. You knew that goes to the kohen. But but if I thought those parts were removed and I pay for the weight of the animal and I didn't realize that included in that weight are the matnos kahuna, then then you have to give it to the coin, but you can get reimbursed for what you did pay. Meaning then you're going to have to, uh, then, then that takes away from the selling price, obviously. And Rav had commented, and this is the key line, that's only if you waited for yourself. But if the if the uh, the the tabach the butcher himself waited, then the uh, then then the then the din is with the tabach. Then the tabach is is correct. But the bottom line is that according to Rav, we see that uh, that even though that even though it's lifnei uh, yeush because it's matnos kuna and there is no yeush, still the din is imarishon. You go with the uh, you 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 go to, uh, to to the original ganav. So ema af dinim atabach. So he says no. Hadinim atabach doesn't mean tabach is right. It means your your time is on the tabach. So ema af dinim atabach. So says the No, you could say that the din that 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 it's it, it, meaning Rav would hold like Rav Chista said that you have options. You can go to whoever you want. So it doesn't mean that the dinim atabach dafka. It means af dinim atabach. Mal detema imatnos kuna nixalos. I might have thought matnos kuna cannot be matnos kuna or ain't nixalos. Kamashulon therefore comes and tells me the Matnos Kuna are Nixelos, period. Good. So Abaye doesn't like uh, Rav. So uh, what does Abaye hold they're arguing about? Again, Rav is one that said that they weren't arguing at all. I'm sorry, Rav Yosef is one that said that they weren't arguing at all. Abaye says to Rav Yosef, no, they have to be arguing. Good, they have to be arguing. So what are they arguing about? Pidrav Chista. They're Gufa arguing about Rav Chista's din. They're arguing about whether it's Ratzimizegov or Ratzimizegov or not. 
The case is that there was Yeush while the Lokeach had it, but the Yeush did not occur when the Ganav still had it. This is what they're arguing. We know you need, if you have Yeush and Shina Rishus, that you are Kona it, right? That the Lokeach is Kona with Yeush and Shina Rishus. question is, does it have to happen in that order? So you need Yeush followed by Shina Rishus, or can you have Shina Rishus followed by Yeush? So the Lokeach buys it. And then there's Yeush. Marsov Yeush Rachach Shina Rishus Kani Shina Rishus Rachach Yeush Lo Kani. One Shita holds that it only works in that order. But if you have Shina Rishus and then Yeush, you're not Konid, and therefore Hadinim Asheni. And that's why you go to the Lokeach if you want your money back and you do not have to pay him. Let him deal with the Ganav and get get reimbursed from the Ganav. You just take your stuff back. Umarsov Loshna. And the other Shita says, no, it doesn't make a difference. If there's Yeish and Shinra Rishos, the Lokeach is Konit. And therefore, if you want to take anything away from the Lokeach, you would have to pay him for it. Otherwise, just go to the Ganav. Go to the Ganav and get your, get your money back. But you can't go to the Lokeach and get your money back. Fourth Pshan what they're arguing about. Rav Papa Amar Beglima Dukliyam Lopligi Dahadalamare. Vahacha Ba'asu Botakarnas Hashukamifligi. Everyone would agree that you give back the item to the original owner. Over here, the machlokas is about takanas hashok. Rav Mishmei Dovchia Amar Hadina Marishon Dina Delokeach Delishkol Zuze Miganav Vlaas About Takanas Hashok. Rav in the name of Rav would say Hadina Marishon. You go to the, the again. Now he's changing the whole understanding of it. We're not talking about who the balabayas goes to. We're not. To, that's not the discussion. The question is who does the lokeach go to? The balabayas went and he took his items back. Now, what is the, does the Lokeach have any recourse? Does he have a Takanas Hashok? So, so uh, uh, Rav Mishwede Rebbechir says, Hadinim Arishon means, Dina de Lokeach, Felishkol Zuzi Miganav. Lokeach wants to get reimbursed, let him go to the Ganav, but the Lokeach cannot ask the original owner to pay him anything. The Lokeach cannot say to the original owner, look, I bought these innocently, you want your stuff back, you're going to have to pay me for it. He cannot do that. If he wants his money back, he'll have to go to the Ganav. So there is no Takana Sashuk for him. Rabbi Yochum, Mishum, Rabbi Ani, Amar, Hadinam Asheni. Dina to Lokeach, to Lishkol Mi Balabais. Hadinam Asheni means the Lokeach can, can take from the Balabais and take money from him if, if, if the Balabais wants his stuff back. Va'asubot Takana Sashuk, Meaning that there is a takanas hashuk for him. That even meaning essentially, our Mishnah ta- taught us that there's an idea of takanas hashuk that the lokeach who innocently bought something uh, is able to uh, to receive money for if you're going to confiscate the stolen goods that are in his possession. That's when we don't know who the ganav is. When you know who the ganav is, that's our machlokus in the Gemara. So the machlokus in the Gemara is knowing who the ganav is. Do you still have takanas hashuk? That's exactly the machlokus. Period. So says Gemara. Does Rav hold that there's no Takana Sashuk in this in this case? But after all, Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav. The Khan Bisha gun of Glima, and Khan Bisha stole a uh, Glima, stole a shirt. Right, that's uh, uh, in our ksubas. Right, even the shirt off our backs, we have to do. You have to sell to pay off the ksubas. Anyway, Chanan Bisha sold a shirt. Vizavna asal kameid ravuna or a coat or whatever a clothing. Vizavna and he sold it. Asal kameid ravuna and the din came to ravuna. Amle lehu gavra zil shari avitech and ravuna says, okay, give your mashkon. Meaning, if you want to, uh, if you want to get 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 it back, you want to get your stolen item back, you're gonna to have to pay for it. So don't you see? that he does hold of Takana Sashuk, meaning you wanted to say Rav didn't make a Takana Sashuk when we know who the Ganav was. We knew Chanan Bisha was the Ganav in this case. 
And nevertheless, Rav's prized Talmud, or one of Rav's Talmudim, Rav Huna, paskened in this case, that yet if the original owner wants his stolen goods back, he's going to have to pay for it. Apparently, there is a Takana Sashuk, according to Rav. Now, that's a big question. How do you see the Takana Sashuk according to Rav? Rav Huna has to agree with everything Rav says. So it's a, there's a lot of discussion in the acronym over here. You find all the time Talmudim argue on Rebbeim. It happens all the time in Shas. We just had it just two seconds ago. Rav Yosef and Abaye. Rav Yosef has one shot in the Machlokas. And Abaye said, no, what are you talking about? Abaye was a Talmud of Rav Yosef. And he's, uh, he has no problem arguing on him all the time. I mean, you have Rosh Bam and Rabbeinu Tam arguing on Rashi. I mean, it's, it's, it's all over the place. So we have the right to assume necessarily if Rav Huna passed something that he automatically went like Rav. So it's a difficult, uh, difficult shayla. I think Shorman Tzayn Valach of your quotes, the Mincha Salazar is a tshuva about when Talmudim are allowed to argue on the Rebbeim and when they're not. And he quotes this Gemara, and he says, it doesn't mean that Hechrich, he's not allowed to argue on his Rebbe. It means Mistama, he followed the basic Shitos of his Rebbe. Okay, anyway, either way, you see that Rav, that apparently we see that Rav holds that there is Takanas Hashuk. says, Gemara, no, Shiny Chan and Bisha, Kibin Delekel, Shalumimine, Klohukar Ganavdami. That Chan and Bisha is different since uh, it's going to be difficult to, to, uh, to get paid back from him. It's as if it's Lohukar Ganav, because you're not going to get any money from, from Chan and Bisha. Amarava im Ganav Muforsum who lost about Takanas Hashok. If he's a well known Ganav, then there's no Takanas Hashok. Iva Khan Bisha dim Forsum Hava, Vasabat Takanas Shok. But they did a Takanas Hashok for Khan Bisha, and he's a Ganav Muforsum. So he said, No, Nihidim Forsum will be Shusul Ganivusa Lomforsum. He's known as a bad guy. Not everyone knows why he's a bad guy. Right? Not everyone knows that he's Ganav. Earlier in the Masafi, he was beating people up. He was hitting somebody in the ear or whatever. Right? Khan Bisha's a bad guy. He's just a, 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 not a nice person. But not everyone realizes that he's a Ganav. So that in that level he's not before Itmar, If someone steals and then uses the stolen goods to pay back for uh, uh, for chavos that he has or for uh, store credit that he has, so we, there's no takanas shuk. Because we assume that the person who gave the store credit or the loan did not do so al das to receive these objects. These are the only time we have a takanas shuk is when he gave it al das to. I bought innocently. I paid money. Dafka, because I wanted that safer. I wanted these kalim. And then we make a takana sashuk that I'm going to be able to be reimbursed. But if I never gave the money to get these kalim, it just happens to be that this is how he chose to pay me with these kalim, then there's no takana sashuk. Mashkan shavi masin b'meya, also about takana sashuk. If a guy gave me $200 mashkon for a $100 loan, so then we, there is a takana sashuk. Why? Because the assumption is the only reason I lent him the money is because he was giving me such a valuable mashkon. I wouldn't have lent him the money if he would have given me a regular mashkon, but he gave me a mashkon because it's worth twice as much as the loan. So because I was interested in this item specifically, so there is a Takana Sashok. Shava b'shava, but if he gave me a regular mashkon worth the amount of the loan, a memramar loss about Takana Sashok, then there's a machlokas, because there's more room to argue that I wasn't interested in this particular item. I was interested in getting some sort of mashkon that's worth whatever the loan is worth. I don't care that it's, uh, that it's this item. This item is not worth any more than the loan itself. Zvina shava b'shava, if he uh, sold something for proper value, for equal value, 
Then there is takanas shuk, because obviously for sale, you were interested in buying that item, otherwise you wouldn't have traded something of equal value for it. But if it was not of equal value, it was just a good deal. So Then again, there's, uh, there's room to argue um, the, the, whether, whether there's takanas shuk or not, because it could be that you weren't interested in buying something, it's just a good deal. And in all these cases, the halach is that we do make takanas hashuk, except for the case where a guy steals and uses the stolen goods to pay back chavos or to pay back the uh, the, cre- the the credit that he has exten- that he was extended in some store or something. In all in all other cases, we do make takanas hashuk. Tos says not really in all other cases. He says nearly the lokai Allah hani depligi b'amurai amem razutra rav rav sheishes dasulus akaman yamarsa b'takanas hashuk. I mean, we just had two cases where there was a machlokas if it's shava b'shava by if it's uh, not shava b'shava by a sale or shava b'shava by a mashkon. So that's where there was room for machlokas where the amoraim argued. So that's where we're saying that hilchsa bekulu in those cases that also about the kanas shuk. But aval milsa the rava the ganav muforsim the lo poligal mora lo kai. But when rava says that by a ganav muforsim we don't make takanas hashuk and no one argued on rava. So the gemara is not now coming and saying by the way we paskin against rava. No one argued on rava. We're not going to paskin against him. We're only paskining for those cases where we had a machlokas. Fine. Avimi bar nazi chamur the ravina hava. Avimi bar nazi was ravina's father-in-law. A guy owed him four zuz. Gun of glima. The guy stole a, uh, a, a, a shirt. And he paid it and he gave him that shirt. And then and then he borrowed another four zuz. The shirt was worth apparently around four zuz. He gave him the shirt and then he borrowed another four zuz. Now the question is, what what is that shirt? Is that shirt payment for the original for the original loan? Or is that shirt not payment for the original loan? It's a mashkon on the new loan. Right, which how are we to view that shirt? So that's going to be the issue. The sofukar ganav. Then we know who the ganav is and lemaynaf kamina, which it is, whether this takanas hashuk or not. Right. So the sofukar ganav asal kameid ravina. So they went to ravina. Amar. So they went to ravina for a dintara. Also a little bit strange. This is Ravina's father-in-law who was involved in this Dintara. And they go to Ravina for the Dintara. Yom Shalom says, apparently, you're allowed to say, Nemen Abba, Nemen Chami. You're allowed to say that when it comes to a... Um, <laughs> when it comes to a Dayan who's a Gadol Yisrael, who's a very widely recognized Dayan, apparently if, if all parties agree to use him, you're allowed to go to him even though he's a relative. So anyway, they went to Ravina. Amar Kamai Ganav Vlomidi, that uh, he was paying this as his chov, and he didn't have to give him any, therefore you don't have to give him anything. These are uh, totally different for Zuz, so take your Zuz back and, and return the, the coat. So Maskar of Kohen, but says of Kohen, no, but Dilma Glima Bahani Zuzi Kamai Yavinale, God of Parabachov, God of Parabachov, Arba Zuzi Basrai, Himuni Hemne, Kechi Dimuni Mekara. Maybe the Glima was to pay back for the original loan, and the new loan was just because he believed him, meaning maybe it wasn't that the new lo- that the coat was, was as a mashkone, maybe the coat was just to pay back for the original loan, and uh, he gave him a new loan without a mashkone, just like he gave him the original loan without a mashkone, maybe the new loan is also without a mashkone, and the coat has nothing to do. 
the shirt has nothing to do with the mashkon, nothing to do with the second loan. So he galgal milsam matal kamed Rabbi Avo. The the story went on and came to Rabbi Avo. Din Torah came to Rabbi Avo. Arma Amar Hilsa Krav Kohen, and Rabbi Avo said, "No, we 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 pass like Rav Kohen said that uh, that maybe it was the glima was to pay back your the original chov." And what did we say? That ganav upara b'chovo. Then, uh, then, then we don't make a takana sashuk. Then the guy who uh, who is stuck with the coat, Ravina's father-in-law, who's stuck with the coat, uh, is uh, does not have a takana sashuk. He's going to have to return it. He's not going to get paid back, right? Because that that's what we assume is it went on over here. That it was gone of a part of a That the coat that was paid back was to pay back the original chov. That it was not. Um, a new mashkon, where maybe he would have a takana sashuk. Good, so Ravina, when they went to Ravina, apparently Ravina paskin wrong. He paskin in favor of his father-in-law. So maybe the, the story is there to tell us maybe you shouldn't go to the, uh, to the son-in-law for a din Torah when the relative is likely to, uh, to get it wrong. Narsha'a, gun of Safra. So Narsha'a, some Narsha'in guy, it's the name of a place, right, stole a, uh, a sefer. Zavne the papuna'a, and he sold it to a papana'a for 80 zuz. The papana'a went and sold it to a machuza'a guy for 120 zuz. So there was a significant markup. So basically, what happened? The papana'a wasn't the ganav, right? So it was sold twice. The ganav sold it to A, who then went and sold it to B. Right, that's what happened over here. The Sofukar Ganav, then they realized that the Nasha guy was the Ganav, they know exactly who the Ganav was, and you see that it's right now in the possession of the Machuza'a. Some Rabbi Lazel Mari de Safra, the owner of the Sefrun Go, the Yavle the Bar Machuza Timnin Zuzevishakal Safre, and he should pay the Bar Machuza, who's the one who has the Sefer right now, who paid hundred and twenty Zuz for it, pay him eighty Zuz and take your Sefer back. Vazel Bar the Bar can go with Shaklar in Me Papuna'a, and he can get the other 40 Zuz that he paid for it from the original Lokeach, the Papuna'a guy who paid the 80 Zuz will have to pay him 40 Zuz. So Maskala Rava, Hash Lokeach Miganav, If a Lokeach from a Ganav has a Takana Sashuk, a Lokeach from a Lokeach, you need to tell him, of course you should have a Takana Sashuk. Meaning the Lokeach from the Lokeach is more innocent than a Lokeach from a Ganav. When I'm buying from a Ganav, I should at least be able to size the guy up that I'm buying from and say, wait, this is something's not right about this guy. This guy might be a Ganav, but I'm buying from an innocent guy who bought from a Ganav, so of course there should be a Takana Sashuk. Ella Maravas Rava says, no, no. So obviously we're not going to make him go slip around to get the extra. 40 Zuz from the original uh, from Lokeach Rishon. Ella Marava Lazel Mari de Safra, the owner of the Sefer should go, Viyavle the Bar Machuza, Meyav Esrin He should pay the full 120 Zuz to the guy who has it right now, Vishakal Safra, and let him take his Sefer. And then Vilazel Mari de Safra, if the, the owner of the Sefer wants to get reimbursed, so Vilishkal Arbarn Me Papunov, Timnin Minasha, he can go and he take he could take $40, the markup that the Papuna got, the $40 markup, and he could take the $80 from the Narsha. Who was the original guy who stole it from him? And that was his his uh, um, profit in stealing it. His his full eighty. Fine. New Mishnah. Two guys are walking. One has a barrel of wine. One has a barrel of honey. So the honey, the barrel of honey breaks, and the honey is pouring out all over the place. The guy with the wine pours out his wine unprompted, 
and he takes it and 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 he saves the honey into his own barrel. Ainlo Elaskara. What does he get paid? He gets paid the schar that it costs to rent out a kli to hold your honey, and uh, the 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 uh, the wages you'd get paid to go through the tircha of uh, emptying out your kli and putting honey into it. But that's it. He does not get paid back for the value of his wine. No one asked him to spill out his wine. But if he says to him, look, I'm willing to pour out my wine and save your honey. I just want you to pay me back for the for the wine. And they made such a deal in advance. And of course, so they made a deal. Obviously, they both have to abide by that deal. If a stream is coming to, uh, to, to, to uh, flood away someone's, to, my chamar and my friend's chamar, the thing is, my chamar is a Hyundai and my friend's chamar is a Porsche. Right? So uh, I, my chamar is worth a lot less than his chamar. So I could save mine. But instead, I decide to leave mine aside and save my friends instead. So, what do I get paid? I don't get paid for mine. I don't get paid the full value of mine. I get paid for the schar of what you would pay somebody to save your stuff when it's in danger. But if I tell him in advance, look, I'll save yours, but you better pay me back for my Hyundai. So, and they made such a deal. So then he's going to have to pay him for, uh, for such a deal. Um, Tosos previously, we had this mission quite early in the Masech. Tosos previously in Daphne Ches had uh, asked the Kasha, why isn't this simply a case of Mavriya Hari? You don't get paid at all when you're Mavriya Hari. When I see that someone else's stuff is going to get damaged, so uh, I don't get paid for being Mavriya Hari, for keeping uh, keeping him away from my field. So Tosos said, no, the case of Mavriya Hari was where the Hezek is not as borrower. Over here, the Hezek is very, very clear. Okay, Vaiter. Can't the guy who saved these items say, look, it was going to be destroyed. So it was Hefker. At that point, it was total Hefker already. It was about to be destroyed. So I'm coming to the whole thing. Why? I don't, I don't want to give you back your, your Mercedes or whatever it is that I saved for you. It was Hefker at the time that I found it because it was about to be destroyed. Milo, Tanya, don't you have a very similar idea in the Bryce? You're carrying barrels of wine and of oil. And you see that they're breaking. You can't at that point say, okay, let this be Trumas and Maestros on whatever I have in my house that's uh, not about to be Holich Liyibud. If you do that, it's an invalid Trumas and Maestros. Why? Why? Because it's Hefker at that point. As it's spilling out onto the ground, it's already Hefker. So don't you see that it's Hefker if it's Holich Le'ibud? No, we're dealing with the case where it's, uh, where it's, slowly, sp- uh, where it's slowly spilling out. The Akal Be'ibud, there's some type of uh, netting on, uh, on top of it, the, on, on the honey, in our case. Meaning it's not really absolutely Holich Le'ibud because it's going very slowly, as opposed to the Shem Nudvash, where it's absolutely Absolutely, Hefker. It's totally going to be lost. Wait a second. We just said, and if you are, if you do give the trumas and from this stuff that's holy, but it's, it has no value whatsoever. It doesn't count at all. You're traveling on the road and you have money in your hand, and then there's a guy that has a gun to your head and he says he wants your money. Don't say, okay, the meiser sheni fruits in my house. I want them to be mechulal in this money. So this money will be the Maestro Shani now, and the fruits of my house will be good, because I'm going to lose this money anyway, right? You shouldn't do that. But but if you do say that, it does work. 
I, it's holy ibud, so shouldn't it be hefker? How can you say that it works? How can you be poded on what you have in your house if it's about to be destroyed? No, we're dealing with a case where you're able to save it. Meaning, you're able to save the money that you have in your hand. It's not totally Well, wait a second. If you could save it, if you could not give the guy who has the gun to your head the money, so then why can't you be poded on your, can't you be poded your Maishashani on it? You could save it, but it's not going to be easy. So therefore, uh, the, the, you shouldn't do it lechachila. Says the Bach skips the next line. Vatanya, you have ten barrels of tamei uh, tevel. Vira achas mentioned and you see one of them is broken. Ocean is galsor, has become gullies, become opened. Omar harei chumas meisal teisha chavrasei. You're allowed to say that it's chumas. It's not tevel gummer we're dealing with here. We're dealing with uh, um, uh, with meisal rishon that didn't have its chumas meisal taken from it yet. So you're allowed to say that that one barrel should be chumas meisal on the others. Ubeshemin lo yasakin mimnei hefsid kohen, but by shemin you shouldn't do it because of hefsid kohen. So Rabbi Yirmi of a shakol based karachala. So that's where Rabbi Yirmi says. No, it's a case where it's not really halich li'ibud. That's why you're allowed to do it. It's not completely hefker. Where it's halich li'ibud, you still it's just slowly dripping from it. So says Mar Bishlam Shinishbra Chazya El Nisgal Salamai Chazya. I understand very well if it's broken. So I understand it's still roi for for use. If it's slowly spilling out, you can still catch something that's roi for use. But once it's been Nisgalsa, where we assume that uh, that a, a snake could have gone in and made it dangerous to use and could have put his venom in it so then what's, what, what can you possibly use it for and if you can say no you use it for ziluf sometimes they would just uh, sprinkle wine to give a nice smell in the house that you're not even allowed to pour out water that was that was Niskala in a Rosh Rabin. that apparently it's not something that's good to use for ziluf it's dangerous even to just pour it around so you put it through a strainer. Like Rabbi Nechemia says, the tiny misanenes yesh b'mishum givoy. I'm Rabbi Nechemia. Amos says, "Mashal tachtona megula." And when there's a misanenes, it's only a problem of givoy when the bottom one was also megula. Avul b'mashal tachtona mechusa. But if the bottom one was covered, avul b'shal yonah megula. Even though the top one was exposed, ein b'mishum givoy. Then there's no problem of givoy. If yishar shal nachash domel svog v'tzafa omid b'mekom. Because we assume the snake's venom. Stays floating toward the uh, toward the top, doesn't go all the way down to the bottom. Um, just another line. But didn't we say that that's only true when no one mixed it? But if you mixed it up together, it's asr. Over here, it's pouring, so it's it's got to be that it's got mixed together. No, maybe you put some type of begot or something on the mouth of the chavis, which in some way will uh, filter things out. Okay, we'll have to stop there.